Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets the clearest sign. I'm in the middle of a series entitled Boomerang, and this series primarily focuses on God's vindicating power and the consequences associated with the person's actions. And yes, we are addressing how people have free will to make choices and there are consequences to a person's actions, but we should never forget that just because you love God and you pray and you read your Bible, you are not exempt from being taught a lesson from God and neither am I. So I encourage you, if you're joining me for the first time and you're in the middle of this series, Go ahead and listen to parts one and two, but now I'm focusing on today's motivational aim, as I just stated, the clearest sign. And you've heard me say this several times, and that is God sees what is going on with you. God sees when he anoints you or appoints you in a position or for position, and God sees what your haters are saying, or he hears what your haters are saying, and he sees how people oppose you. Some people oppose individuals in certain positions because they want that status or they can't understand why you have what you have because they don't value you. And if you're not valuable to them, why do you have something that is of value? So they seek to diminish it, take it, squander it, stomp on it, or do anything they can to make sure that you don't have it. And this happens when you have a career position, an academic position, a relational position, a parental position, a marital position, social position, community position, spiritual position, an intellectual position, a financial position, an environmental position, a demographic position, and even a professional position. And it doesn't matter how long you've had the position. When someone feels that you shouldn't have it anymore or they think they're better or they think that God made a mistake for giving you that position, get ready because that's when the position will be under attack and that's when the opposition and fight is coming. Now, you'll be okay because if God gave you the position, no matter what the person does or what the group of people do, it will work out for your good. But God has a way of vindicating his children where those who are in the wrong will experience God do a new thing in their life. And that new lesson will confirm God provided a clear sign that he is the one who put that person in that position. You've probably experienced it where you are in a position and someone feels the need to talk down to you, ridicule you tell you that everybody can do that. Everybody's anointed to do that. I mean, what makes you so special? God said we all could be leaders. I mean, what makes you think you can have this and I can't? And what this person is really saying, if we were just to translate this verbiage, What they're really saying is, instead of God putting me in a leadership position that he created for me, I'm going to take yours because I feel that I can do a much better job. I don't like submitting to what you have to say. I want to be the one in charge, and I don't want to wait on God for anything. So I'm going to take what doesn't belong to me. That's what they're saying. That's what I interpret it to be. 
a person like that, they are consumed with what they want, how they want it, and they recruit flying monkeys and flunkies to jump on the bandwagon to perpetuate their fruitless agenda. What do you do in a situation when you know God puts you in a position to lead, no matter the capacity, he called you to lead? Okay, but you have somebody who is willing to risk it all to take your leadership position, and they don't care. They're going to take it unjustly. They're going to demean you as they take it. Their aim is to taint your character, your reputation, and your leadership style. They want to mock you as they take it, and they'll even tell you, it don't take all of that. God called us all to be leaders, and I'm going to show you how it's done. I don't have to listen to you. And it's so crazy because instead of leading a rebellion with their own supplies, they don't want to create the new leadership position and let people choose. They want to go take what's yours, so they got to go take your supplies. They got to take over or try to take over your building. They want to try to take over your ideas. They want to take your people, your food, your microphone, your sign-in sheets, your curriculum. Okay, because they don't have a brain to do it themselves. They just want that position, but they want to take your stuff. So they stay where you are. They can't start their rebellion fresh, anew, somewhere else. They have to do it where you are, saying what they can do and how they feel God didn't call you. But okay, well, if you feel like God didn't call me to do what I'm doing, Go take yourself somewhere else and go do it. Just go. Go to your own building that you pay for and tell other people how God called you and let them follow you. Why you have to be over here? Go do it yourself. But they can't do that. I'm telling you they can. So they stick around. They stay around because they want to create confusion. And they don't have the wherewithal to even get their leadership campaign An institute started. They don't have it. When anyone knows they can do something and God called them to do it and God called them to a position, he's instructed them to go pursue. People who really are about their business, they're not sticking around telling people what they can do and what other people are not doing. They are gone doing what God told them to do. It's no convincing or pleading or trying to tell somebody what they can do or how they feel. And no, they, they leave. <laughs> they leave. They're not talking about it. They are doing it. It is getting done. But when some people come against your God-given positions, and trust me, they will, you have to understand that they're not fighting against you. Keyword, God-given. So if God gave it to you, they're not fighting against you. They're fighting against God. They're fighting against God's structure of leadership. So if they're fighting against God, you already know who's going to win. And that's God every time. So the sign will be so clear for you and for anybody else who's on the sidelines watching. Who called who? And it doesn't matter how long it takes.
And I believe you've heard the stories when somebody came against a person's position and that person was talking loud and reckless, yelling from the side of their neck, jumping into situations they had no business, telling people where they could go and how they could get there because they want somebody else's position. And the person who's being attacked, who God gave the position to, they give the situation over to God. And you hear how some of these attackers mess with the attackee and God vindicated the attackee. And the attacker is now in a situation where people are on the sidelines like, oh, man, oh, you you see what happened to so-and-so? Man, all they had to do was leave that person's position alone. Ooh, did you, you see what they got now? I know they wish they never did that. Boy, they in a situation. God knows how to vindicate. That's all I'm saying. God knows how to implement boomerangs, divine reversals, turntables, and clear signs to let us all know he is not playing. And we have countless examples in God's word when someone just felt the need to take someone's position and they found themselves in a situation where God provided a clear sign that he is the one who ordained the position to whoever he chooses. And when a person goes against the position, they are indeed going against God and his choice. But one story I want to share with you all in God's word that you are probably familiar with is Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, three people. And I encourage you all to read Numbers, the 16th chapter in its entirety. And if you have some time, this is a sidebar, go to Google, type in Korah, Dathan, and Abiram song. Okay, type that in the Google search bar. And I believe Jamie Souls, I believe I'm pronouncing his name correctly. If I'm not, I apologize. Listen to that little jam, boy. That that's a good little song right there. I was really jamming that song. Core Dathan and a Byron, boy. I had a good time with that song. Everyone who is saved in my phone, majority of them got their text message. Listen to this song. It's jams. And they, okay, uh, all right. So, song's really witty, very witty. So, the story of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram is similar to what some of you possibly experience now. Moses, let me give you some context, a little backdrop. Moses was a man in leadership. God put him in a leadership position to lead his people, the Israelites, to the promised land. Everybody knew that the Lord called Moses. And they knew that Aaron, his brother, was a priest. These two men, Moses and Aaron, were called by God. God gave them their positions to lead, to minister, to pastor, and to administer God-honoring instructions to the people. And they were held accountable for everything God told them to do and for the task and position God placed in their life. Now, you have Moses leading. You have Aaron leading. You have Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. 
These were not some people who just came on the scene. These three men, they were there when the Israelites were in bondage in Egypt. They were there and they saw the Israelites being beaten and mistreated. They were there when they were told and mistreated as slaves to make bricks with no straw. Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, they were there when the decrees went out for their sons to be thrown in the Nile River because the Pharaoh feared that the Hebrews would be too powerful. Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, they were there when Moses had the position leading them throughout Egypt to the Promised Land. They were there watching Moses converse with Pharaoh to let the Israelites go. They were there when the plagues took place. They saw the boils. They saw the blood. They saw the hail. They saw the locusts. They saw the darkness. They saw the frogs. They saw the gnats. They saw the flies. They saw what happened with the livestock. They saw the darkness. They saw the death of the firstborn. They experienced putting blood over the doorpost so the death angel would pass by. They saw how God had a relationship with Moses and how Moses was the only one to converse with God to get the Ten Commandments two times. They saw what happened when the ten spies gave a negative report about the promised land that God was taking them to. They saw what happened with Miriam, Moses' own sister, when she talked about her brother Moses in his relational position and leadership position. They saw how they were delayed when people went against God and how God dealt with people when they went against the position he gave to Moses. These men saw all of that. And it's funny because we don't read about them doubting Moses' position then. They didn't get bold then. And they saw and experienced the position God gave Moses. And it's crazy because Korah, Dathan, and Abiram, they had positions too. They had God-given positions. They were leaders, but they wanted Moses and Aaron's position. They wanted that status. So they get their flying monkeys and their flunkies in formation to start a riot, not against Moses, but against God. And it's so sad when people get to that point when they get bold because they're fixated on what they want. They don't want to hear reason. They don't want to hear wisdom. And they don't want to hear about any consequence. They want what they want. And that is the position. And when they get bold like that, they are rational. And then God provides a clear sign that the position was not for them. And I'm going to read Numbers, the 16th chapter, in the 28th through the 33rd verse. But I encourage you all to read the entire chapter. Then Moses said, This is how you will know that the Lord sent me to do all these things, and that it was not of my own will. If these men died naturally, as all people would, and suffered the fate of all, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord brings about something unprecedented, and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them along with all that belongs to them so that they go down alive into Sheol, then you will know that these men have despised the Lord. Just as he finished speaking all these words, the ground beneath them split open. 
the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them in their households, all chorus people and all their possessions. They went down alive into Sheol with all that belonged to them. The earth closed over them and they vanished from the assembly. And you just heard it, how God provided a clear sign. And the bad thing is their followers saw the very thing that God did which was open the ground up and the ground swallowed the followers up and Korah, Nathan, Abiram. You had some people saying, Moses killed the Lord's people. You see, stuff like that will have a person go sit in a cornfield somewhere with their legs crossed trying to figure out what just happened. Am I tripping? Didn't these people see what they did? But it's my fault. But the aim of motivation for you is that God will and has already given you a position. And as I stated earlier, your position could be a career position. You have a job that pays well, you perform well, you're a great team leader. Or let's say that you have an academic position where you're completing courses, you are walking in God-honoring academic honesty, you're excelling. You could have a position that's relational. You're aiming to be the best aunt, uncle, sibling, godparent, cousin, grandparent, friend, in-law, co-worker. You are probably in a parental position where you're walking in authority in your home as a parent, guardian, grandparent, or caretaker. You could be in a marital position where you're trying to be a God-honoring spouse, Your position could be that you hold a position for a club or organization. You're a pastor, minister, encourager, president of a green committee, associate minister. You could be a secretary. You could hold an intellectual position, financial position, environmental position, demographic position, professional position, any position. But with all of these positions, somebody will try to challenge you and they'll try to take what God gave you to do. And then they'll try to demean what God put you up to do. And they'll make it their aim to get you from or they want to get you down from the position, not realizing that they are attacking God, not you. You're just the ambassador. God is the one who owns it all. And they've seen you for years in that position. But just they feel the need to be fixated on your position. And they just want to take it from you because they, they see the status that they want. They see the attention that you get. And it could just be somebody saying hello to you in the morning. But they think that everybody talks to them. They always get people to speak to them. People are always talking to them. And it's not even like that. And... No matter the position God gives us, it's up to us to ask God for wisdom on the steps to take and walk with boldness and confidence. And God knows how to give somebody a clear sign that he put you in that position. Even if they appear to take it from you, they will get a sign sooner or later that it wasn't theirs to take. Knowing that God is your vindicator is paramount. And it's important that we don't just hear messages and apply them to someone else. We also have to listen to God's word and God's instruction and apply it within our lives to make sure we check ourselves 
and align ourselves with what God wants us to be in alignment with, and that's him. We have to repent and ask God for forgiveness if we challenge a person's position and God gave them that position. If God gave someone the position of passing out toothpicks to people after meals, that's not your position. Leave it alone. It's not yours to take. And you can help somebody by giving them a gift card to a store for them to go get toothpicks. There's nothing wrong with that. But trying to boss hog toothpicks, that's a problem. And it's showing that that person who's trying to take it, they don't have anything to do. They have nothing to do. And God will provide a clear sign that he didn't call that person to be a part or be the president of the toothpick ministry. Some stuff people just need to leave alone. Some responsibilities you shouldn't even want to pick up because it's responsibility and you probably already have enough on your plate. Our aim is to focus on our individual positions and do those positions with excellence. And when God provides us with more positions and more levels of status in that very position, we need to keep doing that very thing with excellence until it's time to move on. So be encouraged and don't get worked up when people run up and challenge you and even take what doesn't belong to them. God will provide you with a clear sign that he did call and confirm you and he vindicated you. And God will also provide a clear sign to the person who felt the need to take what didn't belong to them. And God will provide a clear sign for those on the sidelines seeking truth. Everybody will see it. Everybody will know. They might not accept it, but they will see it. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Proverbs, the 17th chapter and the 11th verse, which states, A rebellious man seeks only evil. Therefore, a cruel messenger will be sent against him. This scripture describes how some people glorify rebellion. They glorify going against leadership. And I'm referring to God honoring leadership here. But some people have no respect for God honoring structures or positions. And I'm emphasizing God honoring where people are doing the right thing, not the wrong thing. And don't get that confused and don't misunderstand what I'm referring to. But when people purposefully go against what is right and the person God put in that position to implement righteousness, whether it's a parent, a sibling, a loved one, a friend, a pastor, a leader at work, a co-worker, instructor, anyone, then problems will break out because the rebel creates rebellion and they reap rebellion. And the aim is for us to steer clear from involving ourselves with knocking positions down because of a rebellious motive. We need to stay prayed up, ask God for a teachable spirit, a repentant, contrite heart, wisdom, and insight to follow what God has called us to do. And when God provides the divine insight, we must trust that he will provide a clear sign of confirmation that he is with us and he is our vindicator. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Boomerang devotional. On the site, you can order inspirational apparel, and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. I have a few Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app you can check out, but for those who want to use the Bible plans, 
as an individual or group Bible study, you can download those Bible plans from my website. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace and God bless.